It's the, the Pikachu, Pikachu Project, Project Project. Hello, welcome to the Pikachu Project Project, a spoiler-filled re-ranking of all 22 Pokemon movies. We are your expert hosts. Uh, I'm Gigi. I have seen every episode of the Pokemon anime. And I'm Walix. Uh, I'm a doctor and a big Pikachu <laughs> fan. The biggest Pikachu fan. Um, so, <laughs> so this podcast is uh, by the popular request of one person on my Facebook, um, as well as one other person who liked that request on a Facebook post that I made. Um, so it's very, very high demand. <laughs> um, so what, what this is, is in 2015, Walex and I watched all 18 Pokemon movies in chronological order. I don't remember why we decided to do that, but as we were doing that, we decided to rank them in tier lists. Yeah, we actually watched them every Thursday, so, you know, kind of a Was long it every stretch. Thursday? Yeah, it was every Thursday we got Domino's Pizza. And... So long ago. Yeah, so um, there was kind of like a little bit more separated um, in stretch of time. And so it was basically all of those movies over the course of, I can't really do the math there, but probably like months. four months. It was months. Yeah. It, was probably, it might have been longer. It was months. Yeah. Um, so pretty pretty far separation between the first movie that we watched and the last movie. Yeah. Um, and we ended, up, we ended up with a ranking list that I shared on Facebook um, to a small amount of uh, reception. Um, but it was a lot of fun. We, we continued to watch the new movies as they came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the most recent one after we stopped was Vulcanion and the something, something, something. Yes, that was the next one that we watched after we stopped. Followed um, by I Choose You, I Have the Power of Us, and, and like two more. the 3D Mewtwo one. Right, the 3D yeah. Mewtwo one. I think I'm missing one there, but... I don't think so. No, okay, yeah, that makes 22. That's, that's actually, yeah, 18, yeah. and then now we're in 22. Um. So, yeah, so we would add those to the ranking list, although honestly some of them we just added the other day. But (laughs) (laughs) um, uh, we have decided, uh, because we just happen to have a lot of free time right now, I don't know, I'm not really sure why, but, you know, we've been at home for a couple of weeks, Mm -hmm. Um, just totally random coincidence, I'm sure no one else is having that same experience, Um, and we're both not really working right now so we've got a lot of free time and we decided why not rewatch and re-rank the movies and this time we are watching them in rank order so from the movie that we deemed to be the worst to the movie that we deemed to be the best upon our first viewing and we're not going to go into the details of that yeah um, so the idea is that you know <clears throat> the last time we watched all the movies it was a little bit separated in time this time we're going to do them once every evening uh, so we'll get through them pretty quickly. We'll see how long that lasts. Yeah, we'll see if the, uh, we need to separate that a little bit more. Um, but that way we are seeing the movies that are in rank order. So like pretty close to the, each other in rank, close to each other in time now, if that makes sense. Um, as opposed to before where it was like, oh, we watched Pokemon the movie 2000 or something. And then like several months later, we watched another one that we deemed was maybe not that great. Um, yeah. Spoilers <laughs> for our list. Um, but um, yeah, like so we're going to be watching movies of similar quality close to each other in time. And then we'll decide, hey, should one of them get bumped up another one or. Yeah. And, and honestly, looking at the lists, I, I do have some questions about how things were ranked because there are movies that I remember a lot more fondly that are lower than other movies that I basically don't remember anything about. So, yeah, so we'll see. Um, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so a little bit about our first list. We ended up dividing it into tiers. And I think each of us had one, two, three, four, five tiers. Each of us had five tiers. Um, and Alex named his tiers. Um, amazing quality. Nice, with multiple eyes. Highly flawed but enjoyable. And actively painful to watch <laughs> was the last tier. I did not name my tears, but I think that was uh, pretty much pretty much how I was how I was feeling too. Um, so we're going to be starting in the lowest act- actively painful to watch tier. And so far, we've actually watched three movies that were on yeah. the bottom. The thing is that both of our lists are each a little bit different. Um, so there are some, some points at which one of us has a movie higher than the other, and we're kind of going to try to equalize that as much as possible. Yeah. Um, just kind of average it out. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, maybe our final re-ranking will also be different, but we'll see how things go. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so yeah, so we're going to discuss three movies today. The first one is Pokemon Ranger and the Temple of the Sea. Oh, um, also we should mention that, uh... Um, the movies that we're ranking are all Pikachu Project yes, movies. Yes, I forgot. So this is uh, the Pikachu Project movie. So that's the yearly movies that come out typically every summer in Japan, I think. Um, this does not include Detective Pikachu, <laughs> which <laughs> as a movie would probably be above a lot of these, <laughs> just in terms of basic, like, is it a movie? <laughs> um, <laughs> um uh, does not include the shorts that come before the movies, unfortunately, because some of those are really good. Doesn't include any direct-to-TV movies like Mewtwo Returns, which may or may not be a movie. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, so this is just the yearly ones that say, in association with Pikachu Project. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Pikachu Project. Which, if you're confused, Pikachu Project refers to every year's movie. So when they say, in association with Pikachu Project... The Pikachu project is that they're making another movie. Yeah, that's the Pikachu project. <laughs> um, and that's why this is the Pikachu project project. Yeah, it's no Detective Pikachu project, <laughs> though. That's, I'm, I'm, I would be a fan, too. <laughs> There's only one movie, though, so that would be a short, shorter project. A shorter project, um, unless it included games, a multimedia project. Yeah, that's true. That'd be two episodes, then. <laughs> um, so, sorry. I totally forgot about that, but... Um, the first movie that we're going to talk about was the movie that we both agreed belongs yeah. at the very bottom of the list, <laughs> which is Pokemon Ranger in the Temple of the Sea. Um, okay. I think the first thing that I want to say about this movie is that it's an hour and 45 minutes long, <laughs> which is way too long for any Pokemon movie, um, no matter how good or bad it was. Um, yeah. It's way too long for any Pokemon movie. That's like um, approaching like the cinematic epic length of movie right like, yeah i mean i don't know like i guess most movies these days are about like an hour 40 or something but yeah or like two hours but the point is like this is a this is a pokemon yeah, movie. it a should pokemon not be an hour and 45 really have... minutes long um yeah so let's give a little bit of a summary uh based on our memory so we're going to summarize okay. based on what we remember i think you should movie. you should go ahead and so I tend to remember these movies uh, plot-wise a little bit better. Yeah, you uh, do. And we did just watch this a few <laughs> days ago. So um, Pokemon Ranger in the Temple of the Sea is a movie um, starring, obviously, as with all movies, Ash and friends from the Hoenn region this time. So it has Ash, May, Max, and Brock. Um, and it's basically t- um, a story about them discovering this ancient thing, um, ancient Temple of the Sea, 
and this family that's a part of the water people. So the way that the story goes is that it starts off with a great chase scene with Jack Walker, who is <laughs> um, a Pokemon ranger. He's a cool guy. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He's got blonde hair. He got, he's got a voice like this. Yeah. A real American hero yeah. kind, of a, uh, kind of a voice. Um, and he basically steals the egg of Manaphy away from the bad guys at the start. Um, and he brings them to the um, this family who turns out to be part of the people of the water. And so basically the rest of the movie is Jack and the people of the water trying to keep Manaphy away from the bad guys, which is this like pirate captain whose name I can't really remember. I don't remember either. Um, this pirate guy. We'll call him pirate guy. Uh, we're we're going to pull up. We're trying to do this from memory, but we are going to pull up to see if we can find his name. Um, his name is oh, his name is Phantom. His name is Phantom. Phantom. Phantom the pirate. I think they don't say his name until like halfway through the movie. Yeah, I'm pretty anyway. sure. Okay, so um, and eventually Jack Walker and the people of the Water family they run into Ash, May, and Brock, who also uh, and Max. Yeah, and Max, um, <laughs> who who are also like you know trying to help them out and as they're trying to escape from Phantom. And at some point by this chance meeting, May grabs onto the bottle holding the egg of Manaphy and she seems to have this connection and sees in a dream. It's very sees, maternal connection. Yeah, this very maternal connection with this egg and fluid that very amniotic. <laughs> yes, very amniotic. <laughs> um, and she has a dream of her child, I mean, I mean Manaphy, <laughs> floating along towards the Temple of the Sea and she's like, wow, I had this vision, and the people of the water are like, hey, May, you know, that's the vision that we all have, too. So, great. And then, so, <laughs> they basically recruit um, May and everybody to go along with them and protect Manaphy, and then suddenly they get ambushed by Phantom, and long story short, and this is a long story. Like, <laughs> an hour, 45 minutes of story. <laughs> yeah. um, lo- long story short, the egg hatches, Manaphy comes out, and immediately has a connection with May. And then they, the family and Ash and friends, carry Manaphy to the temple to try to fulfill the destiny of the egg. And they keep on going back and forth. Sometimes Phantom catches up to them. Sometimes they don't. But eventually what happens is they manage to get into the temple of the sea. Um, And then Phantom ruins everything by messing with the crown, which is the reason that the temple is all important. It's like a big, uh, basically a big pile of like crystals that go into slots. And when you remove the crystals from their slots, then there's like holes in the bubble that the temple's in kind of. So water starts pouring in and everything starts getting like destroyed. The temple starts falling into the ocean. And so Ash... Everybody must turn to Ash. <laughs> and he comes in and saves the day by restoring the crown, getting into a big golden tentacle. <laughs> I'm not making this up, and I can't describe it in any other way. And um, fighting off Phantom, who turns out to be a robot. Oh, uh, I for- no, he- I don't think he's a robot. I think he just has like... Yeah, he's got like a he's robot He's got like cyborg arms. stuff that yeah. makes him strong, which is really irrelevant to the whole story. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, and restoring Manaphy in the temple. And then there's a heartfelt goodbye where Manaphy says to May, well, it doesn't say to May, but says like, Mana, I love you, May. He basically does May, say I that. love you, May. Or and they, I guess. May yeah. says, you know, Manaphy, you gotta stay here and be the prince of the sea like you were destined to. And 
Mattafi sort of does, and Ash and friends continue on their way. Yeah. And so that's basically a After synopsis. they all ride in the golden tentacles. Yeah, yeah, they all got to ride in the golden tentacles for a while. So that's that's kind of like the synopsis of the movie, you know. Um, so it's kind of like a chase movie, um, so Yeah, mostly. Pirate chase movie. Um, yeah. So the reason that it was ranked at the very bottom of our list is, again, partially because it's an hour and 45 minutes long. Um, and... <laughs> um it's not very good <laughs> there's there's a few kind of key points for me that uh i think were the main sticking points from back in 2015 which were uh the animation sometimes is just weirdly bad yeah um, it looks really off uh all of the lines sound like they <laughs> they took did the first take <laughs> and said yeah. that's good enough um some of them i really feel like sh- were delivered with not the right intonation it was a little confusing um may just basically becomes a uh, very uh if you know what i mean serena like but in a bad way like maternal like figure who whose big moment in the movie is like being stuffed into a tube by ash who's gonna go save the day and then being like please ash please save us and like praying that's her like big moment (laughs) yeah like may who is put up by the movie to be ostensibly the most important character probably in the entire movie the most important human character she has this deep connection with manaphy doesn't really do a whole lot other than feel really emotional and need other people and maternal very maternal And need other people to, like, help her emotionally, like, find answers to the situations that she's in. And then also deal with all her physical problems, too, of bringing Manaphy to the temple. And so, like, the, the reason that this is an issue other than, like, feminism is um, that May's character in the anime, and even Alex knows this from what he's watched, is super not like that yeah. <laughs> at all. Um, so it's really weird to see her act that way, like, for the entirety of the movie. Um, and I would also say that the rest of the characters, uh, either they're new characters who aren't in the anime and so we don't, and they don't do a good job of making us care about them. So we don't really care about them. I don't remember most of their names, in fact. Um, and those of the characters that are in the anime, like Brock, Ash, and Max, are kind of flat, uh, not very exciting. Ash has his big hero moment at the end, but it's, it's not clearly motivated by anything than other than like being ash and throwing his body at problems whenever he possibly can (laughs) it's always a little bit entertaining (laughs) yeah it's always a little bit entertaining but but everyone is a bit flattened um and there's just a lot of it's uh, it just feels like an ad for the pokemon ranger game at times too oh yeah which is a game that my younger brother so kindly got me for christmas (laughs) one year used at gamestop recently um, and I played it for about 30 minutes and then stopped because it wasn't very fun. So uh, that th- those were kind of my sticking points. I don't know if you have anything to add. I mean, that pretty much summarizes everything I feel about it. Like, um, in short, it's way too long. It's filled with really uncomfortable moments with the way that May is acting and treated throughout the entire movie. Um, none of the characters are memorable, and it's really hard to think about what they managed to do with that runtime, other than... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's unclear. There are, some, there are some nice scenes of, like, tons of water Pokemon swimming around, and Kyogre is there, and there's, like, some nice aesthetic scenes, especially at the beginning. Yeah. Um, the little intro speech by Mr. Narrator was actually quite rousing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we're, we're going to stick to what we remember um, from 2015. Kinda, yeah, that's true. And then that's we'll true. talk about what we kind of, like, yeah, noticed Yeah, so this I, guess, time. I guess in 2015, my biggest thing 
thing was I remember watching the movie in 2015 in an apartment, which I was shortly going to be uh, kicked out of because, uh, which I didn't know that at the time, but that landlord was uh, really a bad person. Um, I'm not going to get into that, but I think uh, that was not a great living situation anyway. But sitting and watching that movie in that apartment and feeling like, why is the movie not over yet? Yeah. Um, which was the only t- the only one that we watched at the time where I really felt like what I don't want to watch this anymore, but there's still 30 minutes of it. Yeah. I think that it might have been the movie that helped me name that tier actively painful to watch. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah. So that's pretty much uh, our feelings about that movie. Yeah. Um, so our, our experience watching it again, um, I <laughs> am cur- I'm going to rename... Well, okay, that's that's later. But I, uh, I, I thought it was better than I remembered. <laughs> um, I think because the bad stuff so overshadows the good stuff. But there is some good stuff. Like I said, the the narrator's speech at the beginning is very rousing. There's some great uh, Pokemon world, Pokemon running around, uh, swimming around scenes that are kind of fun. And that's about it for me. Um, but most of the things I think were kind of reinforced. At the at the beginning of the movie, I felt like, why did we rank this? Like, at the very bottom, it's not that bad. And then it just really kind of went downhill from there. Um, the beginning of the movie is probably the best part of the movie. I, I think it's fair to say that the movie pretty much takes a downhill slope for the entire time. Yeah. Um, In terms of, like, quality. Yeah. It actually starts with a really nice, like, kind of, like, carnival scene where the people mm-hmm. of the Water family are, like, you know, showing off their Pokemon. There's a lot of cute shots of Pokemon around the start. You have um, Swamp Marsh Tom swimming around. You have um, some of the other Pokemon. <laughs> Alex <laughs> only cares about Marsh Tom. <laughs> there's uh, Whale Lord and the Whalmers and a bunch of uh, Pokemon in the ocean during their very, very protracted journey towards the Temple of the Sea. Yeah. Um, there are little things to like, and if you're in it to find cute Pokemon and just kind of like have a certain kind of an experience, like a journey experience, I think that there's something to like there, but not a whole lot and definitely done better in other movies. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't feel this time like I was waiting and waiting for it to end, but it uh, wasn't very good still. <laughs> yeah, it's like a really bad version of um, the Jirachi movie in a way, which is another chase movie that we'll talk about later, mm-hmm. um, in which the chase is like twice as long and half as well acted or yeah. engaging. Yeah. Um. So uh, are either of us re-ranking this movie? Both of us had it at the very bottom of our list. You want to go go first um so for me I, I i feel like the most the the thing that will be re-ranked is the name of the tier not its location <laughs> it actually will probably still remain in the bottom of my list um when all is said and done and i'll be surprised if that changes yeah <laughs> um, but basically i'm gonna re- rename that tier a few people will find something to like in this movie, which I think is the most charitable way of talking about uh, Pokemon Ranger the Temple <laughs> of the Sea, which maybe is more fair because I wouldn't say that I was actively in pain like yeah, yeah. I felt like in the first time. Yeah, I do think life circumstance perhaps had something to do with uh, my negative experience of it last time. I think that could At be a little... At least personally. That, that could be a little ch- generous because you have to remember that shock and dismay is a part of it when you that's true are... we had not seen it before yeah this time we kind of knew what to expect yeah, yeah. It had, we had been talking poorly of it for at least three four years at yes. this point yes <laughs> um and at the time we were like oh okay let's see this pokemon ranger movie it's you know in hoenn it's got some of our favorite characters in mm-hmm. all of the po- pokemon anime mm-hmm. whereas i personally was very prepared to 
for the character assassination of May um, and frankly everybody else. And so I didn't have the shock and dismay that I had the first time. So, you know. Yeah. That contributes, but I still would say that, you know, a few people will find something to like in this movie. Um, I One last thing I want to add uh, before I reveal whether I'm re-ranking this movie or not is that this was also the first movie uh, after the voice casting switch oh, over yeah, from four point. kids. So um, those of you who watched the Pokemon anime religiously as a child or at all as a child will probably remember the uh, four kids voice cast. And due to not wanting to spend as much money on voice casting from my understanding the pokemon company uh during the third generation decided to switch its contracts over and got a new team of voice actors who uh uh were told to imitate as much as they could from my understanding the original voice actors and this is the first movie afterwards so it's a little bit rocky um and a couple a couple of the voices are just sound kind of off uh, I think the voice cast is great now. Honestly. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just I think that turnover time is a little bit awkward. Yeah, and a few people suffer for a lot more than others. Like, I'll yeah. say that Team Rocket actually did great despite their lines being the, yeah. terrible in this movie. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> Team Rocket's supposed to be like a fun fun uh, side gag in these movies and really yeah. not very interesting in this movie either. Yeah, their, their <laughs> gags are not very good. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'd say maybe Ash, uh, Sarah Natticheni, had, like, the hardest time around this time, I think, trying to capture the lead character's mm-hmm. distinctively weird sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and so um, n- her, her delivery was a little bit rocky, and Ash's lines were pretty much restricted to, uh, how did that work? Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe, like... Yeah, because his character was flattened already anyway, yeah. so... Um. But I am also not going to be putting this movie any higher. Uh, I think it deserves its spot at the very bottom of the list, and I remember why. Although I do not think it was quite as bad as I remember. It is still quite bad. Um, And as of now, I am calling that last tier bad. Just the word bad. (laughs) Um, We'll see if that changes, but I have a feeling it won't. All right. All right. You ready to talk about our next movie? Yeah, so the next movie, which is also in the bottom tier of our previous list. Um, and so brace yourselves, uh, nostalgia people. That one <laughs> movie was Pokemon the Movie 2000, The Power of One. Yeah, uh, we were, I, re- I remember when we first watched this movie in 2015, we were kind of surprised that we were ranking it so low. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think one thing to remember is that we watched it right after we watched the first movie. Because mm-hmm. we were watching them in release order, um, and but... even we had watched the Diancy movie not too long before that. Too, yeah, that's true. That we was... started off with that um, yeah. because, and then we were inspired to watch the rest of the movies um, yeah. because we were really into the X and Y anime, which is quite good. Quite good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so do you want to do the honors of giving a little summary of Pokemon okay. the movie two thousand? So this this move this um, summary. We can, can be already a lot. see on Bulbapedia that the blurb is much shorter. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a much shorter um, synopsis, and the movie itself is about an hour 25 minutes, which is thankfully shorter yeah. as well. Um, so basically what happens is that Ash and friends are going along the Orange Islands. In this case, it's Ash, Misty, and Tracy Sketchit. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> are going along the Orange Islands, and they come into an island that they've never seen before, and it's filled with all these people who have this festival that they always do. Um, and this festival involves getting a bunch of these orbs and putting them somewhere in this shrine, uh, and then that's the festival. 
but at the same time, an evil man in a giant airship who, as far as I know, it goes unnamed, the Collector. Yeah. Um, this evil man uh, is coming in a giant airship and wants to capture... Oh, his name is Lawrence the Third. I don't think they say that in the Apparently. movie. They, they might. I don't know. Well, but anyway. He does have a name. <laughs> so this evil man is approaching the same islands because the islands where those orbs are actually the islands of Articuno, Moltres, and Zapdos. Sorry, I meant to do it in order. <laughs> Articuno, okay. Zapdos, Moltres. Yeah. Um, and those um, islands are protected by those birds. And there's a prophecy that's like, should you ever disturb any of that stuff? Um, the whole world will be bad and then disturb not the balance of lightning ice and fire or whatever yeah and then um on, and then the island's guardian who will arrive who is lugia to quell them but alone his song will fail and then the world will turn to ash <laughs> is what the prophecy says and so exactly that happens the um, airship man uh the collector um comes and steals um, Moltres and then Zapdos and then Articuno in some order. Um, and at the same time, Ash is trying to do this little um, festival uh, pilgrimage thing. And so gets caught up and tries to say, hey, um, stop doing this. Stop capturing <laughs> these birds. Pikachu's like getting all involved and talking to the, talking to the Zapdos. Um, and then they get captured and they're trying to free the birds. But eventually all this disruption causes all the birds to start fighting it out. And then Lugia emerges out of the waters to try to quell the fighting. But he alone, Lugia alone fails. And so Lugia gets shot down into the ocean and everything's going crazy now. The whole world's uh, climate is shifting because of the fact that these islands apparently affect the climate of the entire planet. And so like... Tens of thousands of Pokemon are coming to try to fix the situation. It's storms, it's hails, everything is going wrong. And then at that moment, they realize the world must turn to Ash. <laughs> Ash Ketchum. And then he, um, guided by a talking slow king, <laughs> has to go and try to collect all the orbs and try to restore everything. And he does. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers, he does. Um and uh, Lugia goes, thank you. <laughs> and I think it, it, I think that's it. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, so, so this movie was ranked uh, originally for both of us down in the same tier as Pokemon Ranger in the Temple of the Sea, which was the actively painful to watch tier. Um, the reason that it was ranked down there, uh, from what I remember, is it is... A little bit boring, I would say. Uh, there's kind of a really basic, very obvious, very... There's no twists and turns. The plot is just handed to you at the beginning, and then that's what happens during the movie uh, with a lot of, like, fighting interspersed in between. Um, there's some heavy leaning into the pokeshipping with, yeah. with Ash and Misty, uh, which kind of takes up most of... Well, I wouldn't say most of I would say all of Misty's screen time. <laughs> yeah. Basically, uh, Tracy Sketchit gets no screen time, which is... Uh, <laughs> a plus. <laughs> no. Just, perhaps? I don't know. <laughs> um, and overall, it just was kind of boring. I remember, because we, we watched it after we watched Pokemon, the first movie, and we were like, wow, this... I, there's a lot of nostalgia goggles on, I think, when people think back on this movie. I remember thinking that a lot of people loved Lugia yeah. a lot as kids. I 
still failed to see why. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I know Lugia is very popular, even though it's obviously not as cool as Ho-Oh. I don't know what <laughs> all of you are thinking. But I think that's probably a part of why a lot of people love this movie is because there's a lot of Lugia being very cool in this movie. Uh, yeah, it was it was mostly just kind of kind of boring is what I remember our yeah. ranking being. Do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, so where I, ra- I ranked it in the same place as well. I think we agreed on this. Um, and f- to your point that there's a lot of Lugia being cool, I still remember when, when I first watched the movie that there's actually not that much of Lugia being That's cool. That's true. There, there, he, Lugia does come in kind of late into the movie. Yeah, and the majority of the time, I guess, is hyping up Lugia per se. Not really, though. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and a lot of time is spent with Ash physically addressing the problems that he has to face, yes. such as tackling um, things <laughs> until um, they get solved. There's no Pokemon battles, per se, in the entire yeah, movie. Yeah, that's also, also a little bit strange. Yeah, so it's mostly just the birds fighting each other very, very long time, very repetitively. Yeah. Uh, takes up the majority of the runtime of the movie is watching them, like, really beating each other up really yeah. doing some bad stuff and for and honestly for a movie uh where the the stakes are perhaps at their highest of any movie because the presumption is that if ash cannot get these orbs to the right place the entire world is going to end that's yeah. really the way that they sell it um it doesn't feel that way <laughs> no you it's... don't really feel that way watching the movie you don't feel like the stakes are actually up there yeah so i mean like, the reason it was there was because I don't feel like a lot of characters really got their due. Um, Ash really just kind of, like, walks around and physically addresses the problem by, like, running or jumping or tackling whatever he yeah. needs to which, do. Which, again, is always great. I always do love that. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, the, you know, he, but that's he, kind he, of expected, I would say. And there's some good, like, four kids uh, lines there. Like, the one where he's like, chosen one. Right now I'm feeling more like the frozen one. <laughs> So, you know, like, there's still good, um, good like, four kids humor there. But mm, it's kind of, like, few and far between. And the majority of the movie is just this really long fight scene that j- just really not really advancing anything or going anywhere. Yeah. Um, so, our experience watching this movie again. Do you want to start talking about that? Yeah. So, I think I was maybe more lenient on the movie this time. Um, I think that I still agree that the characters don't really get much of a do, but the new character that they introduce, who like keeps on trying to taunt Misty into having a crush on Ash, Melody, I think she's like fun enough. There's this great scene where she's like literally making a sailboat fly by pulling on the sails during the storm, which is pretty good. Um, and I thought that the you know, action is still pretty one note and pretty boring, but I, I, I like what they're trying to go for. I think that it was easier for me to see how if you didn't like, if you didn't have certain expectations of Pokemon, like Pokemon battles or like, um, I don't know, you, you just want to watch a movie where a bunch of birds like hit each other a lot, then mm-hmm. you could get what you're looking for. And then Lugia shows up and then talks and you know, also fights a lot. Like, you know, it's, like, very kind of, like, stock standard. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. a bunch of legendary beasts fighting each other. If that's what you're looking for, you'll find it. Mm -hmm. And so I can see why maybe, like, you know, a few, like, as kids, maybe people were really into this movie. And, you know, I found it, like, you know, reasonably entertaining this time around as well. 
Yeah, I, I also enjoyed it more than I thought, uh, which honestly has been true of all the movies we've watched so far, which has been nice to see. Um, I was a little bit dreading watching these two, honestly, since they were ranked so low, but it was actually not that bad of a, an experience. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I would say that a lot of the reasons that I enjoyed watching it this time were nostalgia driven reasons so i think i i feel pretty solid in that assessment still uh i really enjoyed the four kids the four kids dialogue and the four kids lines that they stuck in there like the carp insurance um just pretty pretty good stuff It, it was i will also say it was really nice to kind of after after having watched all of these movies to see ash really genuinely be able to say the stakes have never been like this before. We've yeah. never encountered anything like this before, <sighs> which you could say they did in the first movie, but you have to remember at the end of the first movie, uh, Mewtwo erases everyone's memory, so they don't remember that. Um, and most of what Ash does in the anime up to that point is uh, battle people and lose. So, <laughs> um, so it was nice to kind of see him be a true reluctant hero saying, like, really? Like, me? I've never done anything like this before, uh, which, which was kind of nice. Um, yeah, the power of one. Yeah. The lesson came through this time. Um, yeah. You got to believe in yourself, even if you're a 10-year-old child, if your name happens to be Ash and you're the only one who can activate <laughs> these orbs, go physically address that problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I would say, I would say it, was, it was more enjoyable than I remembered, mostly for nostalgia reasons. The other thing was, after we watched the movie... Uh, kind of by coincidence because we've been a lot of watching a lot of these by renting them on youtube um i saw some like pokemon 2000 promo event videos and there's there's a great video happening well let's turn off your phone um, there's a great video event uh uh on youtube that you can find of performers including InSync yeah. uh, and Kobe Bryant <laughs> um, talking about uh, the Pokemon movie coming out, Pokemon the movie 2000. You have to remember this was kind of at the height of Pokemon hype. This was after they had already decided that this fad was going to last through the holiday season, yeah. at least, um, after the first movie came out and, you know, made such big numbers in the box office. Uh, so there's this whole big event going on with all the hype, and that was really fun to watch, to kind of look back on that thing that I was technically around for but did not experience as a child because I had no conception that things like that existed. Um, yeah, I wonder if um, the difference between our ranking of the Pokemon 2000 movie uh, and others that we see online or like other people on Facebook that we talk to. Virtually always really high. <laughs> yeah, uh, I <laughs> wonder if, yeah. You know. <laughs> they were more involved in that particular yeah. zeitgeist. Whereas for me, it was all about the first movie and then yeah. the Entei movie. I really skipped out on Pokemon 2000. Uh, when yeah. I was a kid. I'm sure I saw it, but I didn't see it in theaters. Like, uh, dur- during the movie at the end, the collector guy, Lawrence, takes out this ancient Mew card, which, if I remember right, you get if you go to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not one that I have. But I do have the Pokemon the first movie cards. So we must have seen that first one in theaters and then not the second one. I definitely don't remember seeing any others after that in theaters. Um well, I have an ancient Mew, and I'm not oh, really I didn't sure. Know that. So we may have not. We may have actually watched the movie. It's unclear. I would not be surprised, but okay. I don't. I gotta remember. see your ancient Mew. Uh, I, I don't know that we have it anymore. But, oh, okay. Yeah. But you remember having one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was okay. at the center of our front page binder. <laughs> of course. Along with the our highlights. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, re-ranking. 
Are are we re-ranking this movie? Do you want to go first? Yes. So I am pleased to say that um, I will be moving this up a tier. And that tier will be named after how I felt about this movie. And I hope others will join it. I feel like some might. uh, In this tier that I am now calling reasonably entertaining. Or entertaining enough. (laughs) I think it's unfair to say Pokemon 2000 is actively painful to watch. Like I said mm-hmm. before. I agree. I think at the time, I don't know, like it was really a letdown. It was kind of boring. I expected more given the hype. Maybe at the time I felt that way. But right now I'm just like, that was entertaining enough. Definitely. Like if you want to find a movie with some four kids lines, a reasonable number of cute P- Pokemon, Pikachu. <laughs> Most of, importantly, lot Pikachus. Of close-ups of Pikachu. Um, <laughs> then you'll find this movie entertaining enough. And I'm happy to move it away from Pokemon Ranger, which truly does belong in this in a tier of its own. I don't think that comparing any movie to Pokemon Ranger could be fair. Yeah, I, I agree. I think both of us just did the same thing and kept it in its place in the ranking, but moved it up one tier. So it's still just above Pokemon Ranger, but it's a tier up now. Um, and my tier I'm also calling by the by how I felt about it which was actually not that bad. <laughs> a little less generous than Alex, but uh, it really is how I felt. It's actually not that bad. All right. Do you have anything else to say about about Lugia movie? No, the power of one. It's got a gr- it's got a great set of uh, credits music. Yeah, if that's you're not true. Aware. I had forgotten that they had uh, Weird Al Yankovic's <laughs> Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. During the credit sequence. Along with the uh, song "The Power of One," famously quoted by Herman Cain. Yes, very famously. <laughs> uh, what a moment in, in U.S. politics. Um, <laughs> 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 Yeah. Also, not not bad of a of a of a credit song, I will say. And then there was a third one that I don't remember, but I remember not being too bad either. I do miss that kind of early four kids original music. Oh yeah, it's when, pretty fun. That's the thing is that if you look at all of those like pre-release uh, content, there's like so many songs that there's they, albums <laughs> that they say are associated with Pokemon 2000, but never show up in the movie and yeah. will show up on all the soundtracks. Yeah. So you yeah. get a good selection of, uh, a lot of extra content early there. 2000s pop if you. Yeah. I think the last thing I'll say is that they never did explain why Slowking can talk. <laughs> no, they didn't. I kind of thought they might, but they didn't. Um, I guess it was just a fun preview into Generation 2. <laughs> um, and then later, I guess they decided he can't actually talk or something. <laughs> I'm not sure. Anyway, um, let's move Pokemon. on. Yeah. Anything's possible. Let's move on to our third movie, which is... Uh, let me make sure that I get the title right. A lot of these we kind of retitled ourselves. Uh, but the title is Pokemon the Movie, Genesect, and the Legend Awakened. So we're jumping way back ahead in time. <laughs> so this is a fifth generation movie and one of the last ones, too. Um, so this stars um, Ash, Iris, and Silen from the black and white anime. And it's really on the cusp of going into that um Pokemon XY series where you have Mega... I really think his name should be Ceylon, right? Because Sa- it's cilantro. Ceylon, yeah. You're right. I don't know. I don't remember how they uh, pronounce it in the anime, so... I didn't watch that anime, so <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell me. Yeah. Um, so it heavily features uh, Genesect and Mewtwo, Mega Mewtwo Y, uh, which is one of the mega evolutions of Mewtwo. Yeah. So what happens in Genesect... Uh, 
Genesect and the Legend. I don't even remember what it's called. (laughs) Genesect and the Legend Awakened. Genesect and the Legend Awakened, which I can only imagine the Legend Awakened is Mewtwo, though it's not really clear in the movie. Yeah. Basically, this movie takes place in New York City as about New York City as it can get. Which is odd to me because Unova, where they are, is already supposed to be New York City. Right, so the country so of New York City. This is just another City, New York City, I guess. The city of New York City within the country of New York City. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, is um, where this takes place, almost entirely in Central Park, actually. So Ash and friends are walking through Central Park. Um, oh, actually, before the, all that starts, you get this kind of like flash of a bunch of Genesects in the blizzard, and one of the Genesects is going like, I want to go home. And then Mewtwo comes down and goes like, you know, I can help you get home. And then the mean, shiny Genesect, this red Genesect, who's the leader, goes like, we don't want your help, Mewtwo, and blasts them and runs away. And then we run into Ash and friends who are walking through Central Park. And then they run across the same group of Genesect. And this little Genesect goes, Ash, I want... Oh, he didn't say Ash. He's like, <laughs> I want to go home. And Ash goes this is, like... This is not one of the movies where Ash is a chosen one. <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are not turning to Ash, uh, except incidentally. Yeah. <laughs> so Genesect um, goes like, I want to go home. And Ash says, I'm going to get you home no matter what. And then the rest of the Genesect show up just like before. The red Genesect is like, we don't want your help, human, and attempts to blast him. And I think at that point, um, Mewtwo flies in and protects them. Uh, but is not protecting Ash. He says, Pikachu and Axe you, are you okay? And Pikachu is like, Pika! And like, he's okay. So I want to pause right here and say that uh, this is this Mewtwo is not the same Mewtwo, ostensibly, which is a little confusing. Um, this is a different Mewtwo from the original first movie Mewtwo. Uh, my guess is that the uh, these scientist fellows who you see flashes of in the beginning of the movie heard about the original Mewtwo and said hey let's do that and then Mewtwo ended up looking exactly the same but also can make it evolve although that's not clarified because this is gen 5 so it just kind of like phases in and out of being mega Mewtwo um it's really kind of like a super saiyan (laughs) kaioken kind of a thing yeah Um, also uh I would I would be inclined to refer to this Mewtwo as a she, since it's very obviously voiced by a female voice actor. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I wasn't sure female versus, like, a I, like I, maybe a younger Mewtwo was kind of, like, the impression that I was getting, but... I don't know. I mean, sure. they're all legendary Pokemon. They don't really so, have a gender, that's so... That's true. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she, this um, uh, Mewtwo, shows up and saves all of the, the people... And clearly this Mewtwo only cares about Pokemon and also doesn't trust humans. Um, And so basically Ash and friends go like, you know, uh, I don't know. Let's continue the tour. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I might not be remembering this correctly at this point. (laughs) But basically, uh, in pretty short order, um, all the Genesects start trying to build a giant cocoon in the middle of Central Park because they're trying to create a new home for themselves. And then in doing so, start, like, messing with the power supply and, like, yeah. really destroying Because things. apparently the entire power supply of New York City is under something called Pokemon Hill, where there's a bunch of Pokemon in Central Park. Yeah. And so Mewtwo... And also there's only one employee, and his name is Eric. He's a really nice man. Eric is really... But he seems to be the only person who works in Central Park. <laughs> really responsible guy. Um, 
so basically they start blowing that stuff up ash and friends go and go like no this isn't you can't blow stuff up and then mewtwo comes in and goes like i can help you guys get home you know like you don't have to be here and so they start fighting and that's the rest of the movie this is about like um 30 minutes in (laughs) up through the rest of the movie which is not a very long movie it's maybe an hour 10 or something and then Mewtwo fights with the red Genesect. And in the meantime, the y- young Genesect is like, I don't want to hurt Ash. And Ash is like, I don't want to hurt you. And I just want to help you guys go home. And they're continuously fighting, 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 fighting. Um, until finally, um, Mew- well, and the Mewtwo and uh, the red Genesect are like just locked in this like battle where he's like, there's no way I can help you at this point. I can only defeat you. And then red Genesect's like, you can't defeat me. I'm going to defeat you. And they're just battling, battling, battling. And then eventually they're about to blast each other. And Ash gets in the way and says, no, stop. You have to stop fighting. And then a bunch of Pokemon get in the way and say, you know, yeah, like, let's not do this. Because Ash just wants to help the Genesect go home, but the red Genesect is just not understanding. And so fires a cannon blast, and then the baby Genesect jumps in the way. I'm making this mixed up because they kind of repeat um, this moment a few times. No, I think I think Mewtwo jumps in the way, and then Mewtwo, remember, takes him to space. Mm, right. But at some point, the baby Genesect gets hurt, and then yeah, a they think times. that he's dead. And then, and then he's not dead. And then, yeah, the... Um, the other Genesect also get in the way at a few points. Anyway, and then Mewtwo <laughs> takes the Genesect into space, and then the red Genesect looks on the horizon and goes like, you know, we're all on this Earth together. We're all friends. Yeah, and then they all fall down uh, back <laughs> into the Earth, and then the other right, Genesect... Right back onto New York City Central Park. Actually, Really yeah. amazingly. Yeah. Um, and so the all of the Pokemon make a giant bubble to catch um, Mewtwo and Genesect. <laughs> And they successfully catch them and then figure out that, hey, we need to make them a new home where they have these flowers that existed in ancient times. And they remembered and where they could find those flowers based on a poster they saw in the Pokemon Center. And that then, Eric uh, gave some exposition on. Yeah. And then um, they all bring the Genesect there and they you know live happily ever after. And the Mewtwo also realizes that humans sometimes care about Pokemon. So um, that's how it resolves. And then Eric drops them off in the middle of this national park and drives away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that Ash and friends can literally. I, I like the thought that, like, Ash has been, like, walking all this time through Japan, <laughs> flies to New York, walks through from, like, a walking tour across New York City, goes end to end in Central Park, and that's where his adventure is. Yeah. And then, yeah. Anyway. yeah. And then their journey continues, and the journey continues from the middle of this uh, national yeah. park where there's clearly many people with better forms of transportation. Yeah. Take more reasonable <laughs> routes to their destination. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, And that's the movie. Uh, So, so it was ranked before for both of us. Um, Actually, this is the first one where we differ a little bit. So, (laughs) for Alex, this was the next one ranked. Um, And there was a different one that was ranked right above it that I ranked below that you'll have to find out what that is on the next podcast. But we decided to watch this one first because I said I can concede that this one might be worse than the other one. (laughs) Um, And what was your experience watching the movie again? Um, Oh, no, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. We'll talk about where we ranked it the first time. Why did we rank it so low the first time? 
Yeah, so, um, I mean, do you want to go first? I've been talking a lot. Um, so, so I think this one suffers a lot from being boring. I especially... <laughs> it's a problem, yeah. <laughs> I especially am someone who uh, gets really bored when there's just, like, endless fight, fight, sequence, fight sequences. And like Alex said, about 30, 40 maybe minutes, probably 30 minutes into the movie, it feels like the rest of the movie is just a fight sequence with everyone. And it's like in the dark. It's like in the middle of the night. So it's just like cool genesect, like firing lasers at each other in the middle of the night for like, for like not an hour, for like 40 minutes. And I just got, get kind of bored. It was very easy for me to tune out. Um, I had a lot of trouble remembering the plot of this before we rewatched it, other than that there was Genesect and there was a Mewtwo there for some reason, and it wasn't the original Mewtwo that was confusing, um, was mostly what I remembered. I think, I really think the main issue here is that it's kind of boring. They don't really take the time. I think this is actually an issue with a lot of the movies at the bottom here. They don't take a lot of time to set up the normal life, the kind of like typical yeah. typical experience of the new place that we're in, since most of the Pokemon movies take place in a new place that you show mm-hmm. up to and you never see again in the anime. Yeah. Um, they didn't take a lot of time to set up this New York City Central Park place. There was like a little bit of a tour with Eric, the one employee, um, <laughs> who I guess is in charge <laughs> of the whole place. I'm not sure. Um, but he... Uh, he gives them a little bit of a tour and there's some Pokemon around and then kind of right away we're like in the plot. Um, it's midnight and everyone's shooting each other. So I don't really, you know, at that point care about this setting quite enough. Uh, the characters from the anime are not um, leaned on very much. Iris and Ceylon, Cylon are just kind of like in the background going, what should we do? You know, um, Ash is kind of, I think a bit more featured, but still not that much. He's kind of there incidentally. Um, So it's just, I don't know. It's just kind of boring. It doesn't draw me in. I don't think I have as much kind of explicit uh, issues, like particular issues with this one as I do with the other two kind of lower at the bottom. Um, But yeah, it's just just kind of boring to me. What about you? Um, Yeah, so my memory of this movie was basically that it was short, which it was. It was maybe like an (laughs) hour, uh, 10 minutes, and insubstantial Uh, was my reasoning for um, putting it where it did. I think that it was maybe flanked by some movies that like had a character or something in which this doesn't really have much of a character. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess, you know, the Mewtwo and the um, Genesect are sort of characters, but I found that it was very kind of like, trope heavy it was just like you know oh i want to go home like something like that and they introduce it very briefly they fight about it and then they resolve it's like almost like a movie that i wrote like you know five minutes after getting out of bed <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> um it, it it felt like very short and insubstantial like mm-hmm. it felt kind of phoned in really mm-hmm. like and so that was kind of my feeling about the movie at the time that's why i ranked it um, just above uh, Pokemon the Movie 2000, which really seems like a rough thing. If, uh, yeah. But at, at the time, we weren't watching movies, like, you know, side by side. And, uh, um, like, it seemed like it had, like, generally the correct qualities um, that would still make it above Pokemon 2000 because I didn't feel like I was in pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was my bar at the time for where I was going to rank things above yeah. Pokemon 2000. Um, 
so so watching this movie again i again felt like oh this wasn't as bad as i remembered although i think the difference this time is a little smaller um than with the other two movies where i was pleasantly surprised maybe because we hadn't spent quite as much time ragging on this movie (laughs) (laughs) in the intervening years um it was just kind of forgetful uh so yeah i mean i would say my experience watching again was pretty much the same as watching it the first time (laughs) I, I really don't think I have much to much to add. Hmm. Okay. Um, well, for my experience of watching this movie again, um, I, I think that I had the overall same overall assessment that the story is really simple mm-hmm. and very insubstantial and it's very short. But I think that the part that I forgot, um, which was part of why it was ranked pretty well um, before, was that it's actually a pretty like pleasant and joyful movie to watch. Um, you s- start off in Central Park and you get to see a bunch of poking around, uh, you know, running around. There's like a ton of really cute Yeah, Pokemon. as is often the case, the kind of intro sequence with the remixed version of the anime uh, yeah. intro song was was all right. Yeah, and I think that the cinematography is like reasonably well done. You get to see Crustle a lot. Ooh, yeah. fa- fancy words like cinematography. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean that they, what I mean to say is that like the Pokemon show a lot of emotion. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, in yeah. Pokemon 2000, let's say, like, most of the Pokemon are, like, way in the distance and, like, yeah, kind of, like, drawn as, like, a there. little smiley face. Yeah. If you like, look like, at yeah. the amount of detail they're able to pack in yeah. there. Whereas in this movie, there's a lot of close-ups on a lot of Pokemon. Like, yeah. even Genesect being a robot, they try to, like, you know, give it a lot of emotion in terms yeah. of what, um, what they're doing. And it's generally a pretty, like engaging and colorful and appealing movie to watch and i would say that you know still like in terms of you know like as a whole movie it's you know can get by on the strength of just being really pleasant so Mm -hmm. so so in terms of re-ranking at all um i oops not what i meant to click on so i kept the movie in the same place or i guess We'll see, because, again, I had a different movie underneath it. Um, but I kept it above Pokemon 2000, still in the actually not that bad category. Uh, and this was a really tough one for me, because I think I think this kind of gets at what this list is supposed to be. <laughs> so we, we were talking about, because this movie we watched last night, uh, we were talking about how if we were sitting, you know, if I was sitting around with a bunch of my friends who liked Pokemon and these were the three, these three movies were the ones on our shelf and we had to watch one of them, (laughs) which one would we watch? And the issue here is that I would pick Pokemon 2000. The reason being that there's a lot of fun nostalgia there that we can experience as Pokemon fans. But if I was trying to recommend one of these three movies to someone and these were the only three movies they had for some reason, but they also didn't really care too much about pokemon they weren't like a huge pokemon fan um i think i would have to recommend genesect and mewtwo want to go home movie <laughs> um, because genesect and the legend awakens yeah, I know. <laughs> because um the, the reason being that i think it has something more interesting to say than pokemon 2000 the crux of pokemon 2000 is that the world must turn to ash that is the crux of the movie, is that Ash is the chosen one, and he has to save the world. The crux of the Genesect movie is that these creatures who went extinct, extinct I think it's like 300 million years ago yeah. or something in the movie, yeah. um, are suddenly brought back to life, not of their own accord, um, by these scientists or whatever. Mysterious scientists. You have to tell us more about scientists, Alex, <laughs> since you're a doctor. Um, and they want to go home. 
but their home doesn't exist anymore because it's 300 million years in yeah. the future. And I think that's a more interesting thing to think about. Yeah. A more interesting issue to bring up. Like a premise, uh, yeah. Like a more yeah, interesting premise. A, a more interesting premise. Um, and I think that even though they don't really like do do that much they, they don't really do anything interesting with that premise. <laughs> I still think that that interest, they, they do enough that that interesting premise kind of wins out over the simple uh, chosen one story of Pokemon 2000. And so th- this is one that I kind of feel less certain about, but I am still ranking it above. What about you? Well, so when I was, um, look, well, before we watched this movie again, um, I was sure that it was going to rank below Pokemon 2000 after watching Pokemon 2000 again. I was like, you know, Pokemon 2000, definitely entertaining enough. Definitely mm-hmm. great. Like, you know, just entertaining enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, like, it's like, fine. It's nothing to write home about. But I was like, the Genesec movie, it's simple. It's, you know, nothing really exciting about it. There's no way that it's going to be better than Pokemon 2000. And on the other side of that, I think I still got to say that it's probably better than Pokemon 2000. Sorry, people of the world. <laughs> um, Lugia fanboys. L- L- Lugia fanboys, sorry. Um, because um, the part that I forgot, again, was just how pleasant um, of a movie it is to watch. Um, it, you know, has the kind of, like, I guess kind of like a momentum to it. Um, it has like sort of pacing like you don't really develop those things until higher up in the list uh in general but it was like really entertaining it had a lot of cute pokemon um it had a lot of cute moments um i think that i would still say that um i would have to recommend this uh above pokemon 2000 and again like like you said gg um the, the pokemon 2000 just like, I think that we have this sense from the first movie that, and also in the anime, that Pokemon is about, um, like, emotions, morals, like, you know, ethics in a certain sort of a way. Mm-hmm. It's about, like, you know, teaching these, like, lessons to children um, mm-hmm. and grownups alike as we go through this journey with Ash. And I think that might have been part of why Pokemon 2000 was ranked so lowly initially and still remains fairly yeah. low, is that <laughs> after Pokemon, the first movie, where it was all about, you know, the circumstances of your birth, yeah. like trying to forgive humans for the things that we've done, mm-hmm. you know, um, we see Pokemon 2000, whose main theme is be a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> be the chosen one. Be the chosen one. I mean, of course, it's trying to communicate that anyone can make a difference, but it really fails to do that. If it you, does. If you're trying to say that you can make a difference if your name happens to be Ash. Yeah. <laughs> and the orbs work when you use like, them. Like, I get that the pun is just really good. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> Which we still haven't investigated how that works in Japanese. Yeah. But, um, and I think that, you know, on that level as well, the Genesect movie accesses that a little bit stronger than Pokemon 2000. Yeah, Pokemon 2000 yeah. can never climb out of the hole of not being able to have something interesting to say. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas the Genesect movie is still trying to talk about some of the same things from the first movie, yeah. granted, where it's about, you know, how are people in Pokemon supposed to, you know, coexist? Like, what about all of the horrible things we've done? And the kind of, you know, Central Park area being this you know, kind of Pokemon paradise together with humans. It's kind of this question about the, you know, like, uh, it's got themes. It's it's not saying that I can, ex- <laughs> I'm not saying that I can explain them that well because they're, 
frankly not executed on well enough for <laughs> yeah. me to take all the way through. Like there's some, you know, this genocide like, you know, premise like, you know, being 300 million years in the past and there's this, you know, human and Pokemon trust thing that Mewtwo got. It doesn't mm-hmm. really connect all that well. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, but it but is there. It is there. And it comes across too when you're watching it. Yeah. That you're watching something that is trying to say something and it, you know, has a little a bit of an emotional thread that Pokemon 2000 can't quite access. Yeah. So I think I'll still have to say that it's better. And I might even recommend it if they were the last three Pokemon movies on your shelf. Though, I don't know. Like, it's <laughs> depends kind of... on who your audience is. Yeah. I, okay. There's a lot of, there's, Crustle's really cute. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, that's the part that I'm, like, you know, hiding under all of this talk of themes and stuff is that Crustle's really cute. And I would recommend that movie for, for Crustle alone. <laughs> yeah, there's a really cute moment where Crustle is, like, leading a bunch of dwebbles in, like, a then, little march and it's and really happy. Axie is hol- holding onto the dwebbles and then the animals, yeah, it's like, very cute. the Pokemon all, like, help each other out to try to put out the fires. It's really yeah. cute. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. Do you have anything? Any last, any last words? Any any last things to say about this experience so far? Well, you know, I'm pleased to say that the three movies that we've watched so far have been pleasant surprises. All three of them. I didn't expect. All three of them were better than we thought they they were. (laughs) I didn't expect to come out of this having anything redeeming to say about Pokemon Ranger. Yeah. But lo and behold, (laughs) there's a few things that are redeeming about Pokemon Ranger. I still would never recommend anybody watch it, by the way. Yeah. Um, This is not the kind of movie that's even fun to watch because it's bad because that's a redeeming feature. Yeah. It is on the bottom because it's not even capable of that. Yeah. So a few people will find something to like and so I was still pleasantly surprised but it's still not a recommend by any stretch. No. On the other hand, on very specific circumstances you could definitely get a good time out of pokemon 2000 and genesect yeah i think pokemon ranger is the only movie that i would recommend not watching over watching (laughs) it was the only thing on your shelf (laughs) you know what i mean i mean if you were like baking a cake or like doing something else at the same time you could put it on but you probably would it would probably drain the mood if anything (laughs) (laughs) it's just too hard to see to see may just be like a degraded like that child maternal figure it's weird it's weird and i don't like it um anyway things the reason that we're doing this in this order is that things can only get better from here yeah ideally i really hope we don't end up one of these weeks watching one of these and saying wow this belongs in the last tier i kind of doubt that'll happen yeah um i think we're really ready to see more pokemon uh in general and so we're i'm always ready to see more pokemon (laughs) yeah i think that especially with the um ending of the uh, sun and moon series we're like you know excited to like yeah. see some pokemon stuff yeah. and so we're like you know really thirsty for like more of that like to yeah. come back so i think it's a good time to yeah. rewatch these and also we just happen to have a lot of free time for absolutely no reason at all <laughs> um on an unrelated note remember to wash your hands <laughs> don't go outside at all uh, just kidding. You can go outside a little bit. Feel free to join in. If you'd like to watch the next three movies on our list, uh, should we tell them what they are so that they can, you know, follow Yeah, let's along? go ahead. Let's go ahead and tell I them. I would be extremely surprised if you actually do this, though, because you'd have to watch <laughs> them over the next three days every evening like a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. So, so the next three movies that we're watching, this, this was the one that I had ranked lower. And that is uh, what we are calling Hooper Ring, <laughs> but I don't remember the name of the movie. I think Let's look it up real quick. I'm pretty sure it's um, called, yeah, oh, that's not Pokemon the movie, Hoopa and the Clash of Ages. That is the next one we are watching. 
After that is... Uh, Pokemon uh, for friends. I remember it. Pokemon Heroes. Pokemon Heroes. Latios and Latias. And the next movie... Okay. The next, the next movie we'll watch... It's, it's different between us, but I'll concede that yeah. it should probably be... Yeah. It should probably be... And I do remember now this... We're getting to the point where I was actually kind of enjoying these. Pokemon The Rise of Darkrai. So the next three movies that we're watching Hoopa, are... The Clash Hoopa, of the Ages. Latios and Latias. Pokemon Heroes. And Darkrai. Something, something. What is it? Dark The Rise of Darkrai. <laughs> Yeah. I can never remember these titles. Um, so if, if you, you also happen to have a lot of free time and <laughs> want to watch a Pokemon movie, go ahead and watch those three. <laughs> yeah, we'll um, at the soonest have another conversation about this. Sometime um, next week. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not like exactly four days from now, even though at yeah. that point we might have recorded We're it. We're just living knows. our lives um, yeah. and responding to the one request for a podcast. Um, because, you know, you got to fill your time with something. So... <laughs> Yeah, and I hope that, you know, some people have watched some of the movies coming up, because certainly nobody watched these three. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's okay, not Pokemon impossible. 2000. Yeah, everybody not watched. Impossible. Everybody Probably watched Pokemon no one 2000. watched either the other two, though. Yeah. Um, so but if hope- you do want to watch them, just see how bad they are. Feel free. Yeah. Um, Hopefully we can comment on movies that people have actually watched, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. If it, if it makes you feel any better, there might be some movies that you remember that we haven't watched yet and aren't on the list yet, which means that they're higher up the list, so... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, that about wraps it up for now. Thank you for listening to The Pikachu Project Project. Uh, I've been Gigi. And I'm Walex. <laughs> and we will talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.